0: If you're looking to really be impactful and leave a mark on someone's life, then be purposeful. Literally sometimes just saying, I don't know what to say other than I care about you and I'm here for you. Sometimes if that's all that person needs is to say, I see you and I see your hurt and you matter.
1: Welcome to the Let's Start Health podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Haynes. We live in a noisy world, and this space is intended to bring you clarity, enrich your bank of wellness knowledge, and inspire you to kickstart your journey to healing body, mind, and soul. I'll be interviewing industry professionals and bringing you raw, real, and personal stories of healing through gut health, intuitive eating, and the power of the abundance mindset. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting curious. Your journey to healing starts now. back to Let's Start Health, a podcast here to educate and inspire you through vulnerable stories of healing and triumph on your journey to optimized health. I am your host, gut health coach, Chelsea Haynes, and I am so excited to be joined again today with my beautiful cousin and podcast editor, aficionado, Pamela Rojas. Yay. Hello. <laughs> so many, many of you have potentially heard already um, our little mini series here with Let's Start Health Cousin Coffee Chats. And it is just an exciting time. We've been rolling out these episodes the first Wednesday of every month, but we have some exciting news to share both um, personally and professionally coming up here as we embark on this fall season. So we thought it would be appropriate to round out September, since there's also five Wednesdays in September, (laughs) with um, a Cousin Coffee Chat. So yay! Yay, two <laughs> in a month. <laughs> yes. So I first just kind of want to prep everybody and share, you know, we are recording this on September 23rd. So this will launch next week, September 30th. Yesterday was the fall equinox. And, you know, I am currently in Rhode Island, as is Pam. And this week has, you know, the temperatures have dropped significantly. And I don't know about you, Pam, but for me, there's been like this really fall Uh, feeling in the air
0: yes I agree with that I actually changed all of my decorations in the house to fall and I mean I was really reticent to um, you know put the summer decorations away but um, but since the weather has changed I'm like okay you know I'm ready for it now
1: yeah and I love that you said that how there was like a little bit of I don't know maybe it's nostalgia or maybe it's just hesitancy to like release or let go of that summer fun and summer energy but I am also feeling intuitively like for me personally I'm excited to embark on this energy of in and down so yeah. ayurvedically fall is a vata season where pitta is primarily summer and winter is primarily kapha so this vata season where it's dry it's airy there's a lot of like winds of change happening you know the leaves are changing we're releasing a lot so fall is very symbolic of release and Don't quote me on those Ayurvedic (laughs) references, by the way. I think that's correct, but I might need to double check and or talk to an expert about it. But (laughs) you know, fact check. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, fact check. (laughs) Um, You know, this time of year, our skin has a tendency to be really dry. There's a lot of changes happening in our schedules. Kids are going back to school, and that's we're going to talk about that as well a little bit, and then on our next episode, probably a little bit more. But you know, it's. There's a lot of changes happening, especially in 2020. And um, part of why we're also rounding out September with a Cousin Coffee Chat is because we are rounding out and releasing letting go of season three of Let's Start Health. Woo! Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't believe three seasons. Wow. I know. I know. It's exciting.
1: And, you know, it's kind of when we reflect back, it's been about a year and a half since we've been rolling out. And, and it it's interesting how it almost feels like Roughly quarterly we we feel mm-hmm. like we take a break, and it's been a really nice pace, I think, and for anyone listening to this, I think it's really important to remember that whenever there are big changes in life, it's important to peel it all back and my business coach shout out to the Jessica marks she's an amazing business coach for any female entrepreneurs here, go check her out. Jessica, I hope you listen to this you're welcome. <laughs> um, She said to me at one point, Chelsea, you know, it's kind of like a slingshot. You can't, you know, if you only like pull the rock back halfway, then your rock isn't going to go anywhere when you let it go. But if you really pull it back intentionally, then when you let release the slingshot, it'll fly for ages. Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. So that's exactly what we're doing. We're taking the month of October off to pull the slingshot back. We're going to batch a bunch of content for you guys and roll out season four in November. So thanks for sticking with us. You know, in October is a great opportunity to follow both Pamela and I on Instagram. Pam, your Instagram handle is? At pamelas.tradesofhope. Amazing. And Pamela does amazing work um, raising money and helping women empower women all over the world. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that real quick?
0: Oh, sure. Um, So Trades of Hope is a company I've partnered with um, that empowers women around the world through sustainable business and ethically made products. We have coffee, jewelry, clothing, clothing, Um, trying to think what else there's we've also have house
1: decor a little bit house decor yes and
0: we do also um, help women here in the United States who either have been involved in a domestic violence situation or have recently been released from prison and having trouble uh, kind of getting a job and turning keeping their lives you know Going in a good direction. It's really easy for people to fall back into their old lifestyle if they can't get hired, you know, making an honest dollar. So it's really cool. It's not just helping people around the world, but also here in the United States and empowering people like myself who want to facilitate these sales to help these women. And, you know, the coronavirus, I'm not minimizing everything that's gone on in the United States, but if you're in a third world country, how much more so? Um, Is it really affecting them? You know, so uh, they're not, what I'm saying is they have not gone through this unscathed either. So um, if you're going to spend, you know, money on, on something either a gift or something for yourself, or your home, um, why not
1: do it in a way that's ethical and also empowering another woman? Yes, yes, yes. I just absolutely love the business model so much and it, it, it does so much good for so many people. And coming from a broken household from a young age where my mom had to file bankruptcy and we lost our home. I mean, I think about an opportunity like this, even on a local level where, you know, now she had to have two jobs to raise two kids on her own, where something like this might've allowed her the freedom and the empowerment to maybe release one of those jobs and then also find, you know, a sense of purpose as well, yes. you know, rather than just like working for the money to pay the bills, you're actually working to pay the bills and to empower both yourself and women around the world. Yes. And the other
0: thing is, too, is that by empowering these women, we're helping to um, empower them out of poverty yeah. and therefore. Um, because what's really big right now, it's been a lot in the news is, um, sex trafficking and the people, um, who are most vulnerable are people in uh, poverty situations, you know, either, Oh, I'm going to, you know, sell my daughter into child marriage, or I'm going to give, or my son, daughter, whatever, I'm going to give them to these people because they're telling me they're going to give them a better life. Next thing you know they're in sex trafficking. And, and it's awful. It's just awful. Taking People just taking advantage of those who really don't have anything. So it's it's something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, and so I'm just excited about it. And if you want to know more, again, you can follow me on Instagram awesome. at pamelas.tradesofhope.
1: Absolutely amazing. And of course, uh, for most people here, I would venture to say that maybe you've Stumbled along my Instagram account at the Chelsea Haynes, and then of course, please give us a follow at Let's Start Health, the podcast yes. uh, Instagram account as well, which we're working on revamping right now. Kind or of, it's it's had a few different faces, and we're you know we're kind of branding it now and building that community out. But you know, this is a great time also to kind of binge maybe some of the other previous episodes if you haven't had a chance to listen to seasons one through three. And you know, it's brought up this really awesome and interesting conversation with Pamela and I about seasons of change. And I know that this time of year for many people can be triggering. You know, we're starting to again have to release that summer fun energy. We're starting to think about the coldness coming in, the weather changing, but also like thinking about anticipating grief and the holidays coming up. You know, I have a few episodes on grief and a few amazing people who have shared their grief stories. Bevan Mugford, uh, for one. can't remember which episode number that is but you'll have to have a have a episode number 20 riding the ways of grief with Bevan and you know I just think that this time of year brings a lot of change and could be potentially triggering and Pamela also has some really personal and extremely exciting news to share We'll go ahead and let you do that <laughs> <laughs> so my husband
0: and I are expecting our third child Yay! <laughs> and y'all it, you have to see. it was a surprise it was yes. like um we found out or i found out on our anniversary and woke him up at 5 30 in the morning to <laughs> tell him said news um but we're we're really excited mm-hmm. although like you said it's it's triggering and um you know it oh it's like ca- cautiously i have a friend that says i'm cautiously optimistic like yeah. that's kind of the feeling because suffering two miscarriages prior to to having my daughter, that's always, you know, in your mind. And especially in my case and many women's cases, it was considered a quote unquote missed miscarriage. So I didn't have any symptoms. My body kept Mm. acting like and doing the things that it needed to do. So I had no idea. I thought I was growing. I had the morning sickness. I had all of those symptoms. And yet for four weeks, Uh. I didn't it was when I went for an ultrasound at 12 weeks the baby um was measuring at 8. So, you know, that's just in and of itself traumatic to not know that for 4 weeks and then you go and you're like, "Wait, what?" And especially I had a healthy pregnancy, no issues with the first. So, and then it was a whole roller coaster from that was in February, so from then until about June, I, you know, kind of got my period, kind of didn't, I was really confused as to what was going on with my body, and if you've suffered a miscarriage first, I want to say I'm so sorry. You matter, your child matters, their life mattered, and, um, you know, you're not alone, and you will get through it, Um, but Yes. So it was like one of those situations of like, I, I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, and I was teaching at the time, I was teaching kindergarten. I had that sensation of, oh my gosh, I got my period. Great. Like now I'm going to be on like a schedule, which is great. That's what I wanted to get regular, but it was unlike anything I've ever, I ever experienced. Thank God for my teacher assistant. She was amazing. She rushed me to the bathroom I mean, there was blood on the floor thank god my my four year olds were napping, so they didn't see it, but it was it was extremely traumatic and so what I later learned because then I ended up bleeding for like two weeks, mm-hmm. straight heavy like that um, is that I had suffered another miscarriage but i it was within the first four weeks, so they called that a chemical pregnancy. Mm. Um, and so, which was really frustrating to me. Cause I'm like a chemical pregnancy, like
1: whatever I get, it's a medical term, but I'm like, I'm not a bad science project. Yeah, that's what, what that it made me feel mean? like. Yeah. So I'd love to just pause there for just a second. And like you said, first and foremost, like miscarriage, I think is such an under, it's not a topic that's spoke about enough. It's not a- at all. all. So, you know, this, I can imagine, you know, as as we embark on these seasons of change, here you are now, which, by the way, I have to say, you guys, the way that Pam shared this great news, first off, it was their 10th anniversary, so they've been married yes. 10 years, <laughs> and if you've listened to any of our previous Cousin Coffee chats, you know it hasn't been like all rainbows and butterflies along the way. And (laughs) so that in and of itself, I think is, yay, that is huge, a huge celebration there. And then the picture that she shared was, she and her husband with a shirt that said, what what did it say? It said, we didn't practice social distancing, baby on the way baby, on the way we didn't (laughs) practice social. I just think this is, you know, there's so much joy to be had. But then just like what you said, Pam, it comes with all of these underlying and sort of like backhanded emotions with it you know and I think it's similar to like this change of seasons where it's like oh on one hand maybe we're feeling a little bit excited and and welcoming the change in the air and the change in the sky and the change in temperature but on the other hand it can also have a lot of triggering feelings so you know first and foremost like you said your first experience with miscarriage that four weeks where you you were unaware that your baby had passed. And, you know, for a month, you had kind of gone on thinking that things were OK. I, I really my heart is so open for you when we talk about that. And, that, you know, I, it brings emotions to the surface for me, because to think about that joy and that grief all at the same time is such a, is such a heavy weight. Oh, yes. Hey guys, though we will be taking a break over here on let's start health in October to batch more content for season four rollout in November and to create some time and personal space for our families. I am still open for business on the health coaching front. If you feel like you could use the right system, the right support and the right accountability needed to up level and heal, you have found your girl. If you feel like something has to change, but you're just not quite sure what Head on over to ChelseaHainesCoaching.com and book a free discovery call to see if my elite four-month transformational journey to trusting your gut is exactly what you've been looking for. I can't wait to know you and enjoy the rest of the show.
0: When the doctor was trying to tell me, cause he was trying to be so gentle about it. I wasn't getting it. It was not computing. And he was like, well, um, not, you know, baby's measuring this. And he's like, I'm not finding the heartbeat, but in my mind, I'm like, Oh, okay. Like he, sometimes it can take a minute, whatever. Like I just wasn't, I, I was such a foreign thing to me. Like I had no idea that you could be having a miscarriage and not know it. No clue. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that either. (laughs) I mean, you, you almost assume that your body kind of does, you know, would, would react in some way, but you know, it's sort of like our bodies are kind of adaptable and amazing things. So maybe, you know, if the body is just kind of like on one path and then there happens to be a missing heartbeat now, it's sort of like the body just kind of continues on, on some Mm -hmm. element. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I could imagine, yeah, that you just kind of walk in expecting, and this is almost where too, can we just throw it out there that like at the end of the day, clear is kind, clear is kind. And I, mm-hmm. I know I can completely understand why he was trying to be gentle in this situation, but I think also like being straight up with you probably would mm-hmm. have been kinder in the situation rather than like mm-hmm. having it be this kind of confusing, like, wait, you're having to put the pieces together now. Like, what do you, wait what's 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 actually happening here (laughs) Mm, yeah you feel like that at all
0: um I did I I did in a sense of like I wasn't I wasn't at all upset um he was awesome you know some doctors are like okay well you need to go and get a DNC um blah 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 like I was so like it felt like I was like broadsided by a Mack truck. Yeah. I was just so like, he must've told me three times to slide up the table. And I like couldn't, couldn't, I couldn't hear what he, I could hear what he's saying, but my body wouldn't Respond. do it. Yeah. And so, um, given that headspace, he was so sweet. And he was like, you don't have to even answer today what you want to do. Why don't you go home sleep on it think about what you want to do he's like listen if you want to you can wait a couple of weeks um you know there's no rush like your body will eventually expel but it's up to you you know and so I really appreciated that because Mm. I didn't know what to do in that moment to not to to be able to come up with a decision in that moment would have been so unfair and I really appreciated that he gave me that time and even even when as far as to say, you can take a week to think about it, like whatever you want to do, whatever you're comfortable with, you know, yeah. which I ended up on the next day um, made a decision of what I was going to do, and I did move forward with the d and c and what does that stand for? I forget it's like something d I forget what the d is it's something in cutteridge okay, yeah, it's it's okay, yeah, so basically they removed. They removed yeah, got it um and i I went with that because someone that I actually my my assistant that I worked with actually suffered seven miscarriages she ended up having four children but in the course of that suffered seven wow and she had both the DNC both also natural and um she was like listen like you do what you're comfortable with but I would get the DNC because then you you know know that more than likely everything's out and you can you know just deal with the emotional part of it kind of thing and not have this long drawn out thing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so, so I went forward with that and I was grateful for her um, advice, her thoughts, because I was so, I didn't know what to do. Mm. Um, Because also on like a moral, on a moral level, I was like, is that like a, not a, is that not like morally okay? Like Mm. I was just so confused about everything going on at that time. Yeah. And so but I do remember um, like just being so upset, just so upset because even when I went for the DNC, like I still wasn't bleeding, wasn't cramping. I felt pregnant. I felt normal, you know, and so that was really hard. And then um, just getting wheeled in and, and then, you know, that it's like, okay, take a deep breath. Next thing you know, you wake up in a completely different room. And I remember waking up being so angry. Mm. I was just livid with the nurse. I was just angry. And you know me, Chelsea, that's not my personality. (laughs) I I don't think
1: I've ever seen you angry in our whole lives. (laughs) I know.
0: I was just so mad at everybody. I was like, what do you mean it's over? Like, I was just like, my child is dead. I get that. But like, it's over, what felt like to me in five seconds, like that's all that my baby got, like, and it was like a weird thought pattern, but I was really, like, really worked up, wouldn't stop crying, wouldn't calm down, and they were like, we gotta get this girl, our husband, because she is not gonna calm down, and so when my husband came in, that's the moment that I was able to be like, because I just felt like out of anybody, he, he was the only one that, Could feel what I was feeling, you know. Of
1: course, of course. And a lot
0: of people forget about that. A lot of people forget about the man and the situation. Yeah. Um. And for the couple of guys that did reach out to my husband, I'm so grateful. But Mm -hmm. part of I think in the previous episodes we talked about how he struggled with depression, how that almost ended our marriage. Yeah. Um. I do believe part of that was the miscarriages because he never. Dealt with it, and I'm not so sure he has yet, yeah, fully.
1: Um, because he was doing his best to take care of me, right? And the unprocessed grief probably was still bubbling up inside of him somewhere, and maybe he didn't even really realize it,
0: right? Exactly. And, um, the so okay, so that was the first one, and then, like I said, weeks are going on, everything's. Just abnormal. I'm not getting a period. So that was February, March goes by, April goes by, May goes by. And I'm like, you know, kind of not really getting it. And then that's when that second one happened. Mm. And I'm calling the doctors. I'm like, I'm bleeding. I, I don't understand. Or I'd like stop bleeding for a day and then I'd start up again the next. Like it was yeah. crazy for weeks of like not understanding what was happening. So finally they sent me for a blood test and it had the pregnancy hormone. and it was declining so um that's when they said okay well it's a chemical pregnancy yeah you know and it's like I get in the medical field it's like oh the tissue it's uh, the it's but it's your child it's your baby and so it's just kind of like okay like this
1: it still sucks you know for sure and I love that you said too like for anyone who's Experiences before like you matter and your baby matters yeah you know? and there's no one that has the right to say otherwise
0: exactly and the thing is too is that it's okay if you feel it and it's okay if you feel it still yeah um because like it's been a couple of years now for me and there are days that I still feel like I miss them yeah. and my husband I will talk about that a little um but the other day I I just I cried you know because even though okay I have and and a lot of people's mentalities who've not had a miscarriage is well you can have another one Mm. okay well you
1: can't replace it (laughs) yeah exactly that's like and it's you know it's interesting when it comes to grief and when it comes to the conversation and the topic of people trying to help someone who's experiencing grief i think often it's well intended to want to offer i don't know a solution to the quote unquote problem you know i think it's well intended to sort of say well everything's going to be okay and it's like yeah and it also just effing sucks right now you know mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. I think for anyone listening to this who has either experienced grief, been in grief, or maybe you know someone who is grieving right now, what can be helpful to know is that, A, if you are grieving, asking your people just to be there with you and for you and not try to fix you is really helpful. I think just verbalizing what it is that you need and verbalizing that without shame or guilt and really just being able to say, you know, like, hey... I don't really need to hear solutions to this right now. I, I just need you to sit with me and, and hold my hand, you know, or. I
0: think too, it's okay to say, I don't know what I need. That's why yeah. really like when someone expresses to me, if they're A, going through something, B, someone they love is is going through something, whether yeah. it's a loss of a person or it's a health challenge, I'm very careful not to, unless I have the words right away, I'm careful not to respond right away. Because I like to sit and think because I really don't like saying, oh, I'll pray for you because I I don't just want to throw that out there. Okay, like I don't want to just say that to make you feel better and then never actually do that. So a lot of times what I'll do is is actually pray for the person or the situation and then text them later and say, hey, just so you know, I prayed for you and this is what I prayed for. Like, even if the person's not religious and people know I'm not pushy um but I'll just say hey I know you're not religious but this is what I believe in and and just so you know like I care right. about you and this is what I've done right um, exactly the other thing that I'm careful not to say is if you need anything let me know yeah cuz that's I don't know that's a very overwhelming question I'm not saying I've never said that of course I I have but I do my best not to because the person doesn't know what they need nine times out of 10, you know, so it's just like, a lot of times the best thing is to say is, I care about you. Your pain matters. And it's okay not to be strong all the time. But it's okay if you're strong too. you know, feel what you're feeling. And and I'm here for you. If you want to talk, listen, or if you just want to come hang out and not talk about it, you want to come watch a show, binge watch a show, or come over for dinner, or can I make a dinner for you? That was, like, yeah. one of the nicest things that people did for me was bring over dinner, because when you're going through something like that, yeah. first of all, it's extremely physical, so you're yes. exhausted physically, but then emotionally, and yeah. so when people um, brought over, I mean, it was simple, someone brought over pizza, someone brought over a dinner, yeah. like, it was just really, and it spoke It spoke love to me, real love, not, oh, yeah, yeah, if you need anything, just give me a call. Let me know.
1: (laughs) Pick up the phone and call me if you need me. It's like, uh,
0: that's not really how this works. Like you said, it's all well-intentioned. And of course, we understand that. But if you're looking to really be impactful and leave a mark on someone's life, then be purposeful in in how you are. And literally sometimes just saying, I don't know what to say other than I care about you. And I'm here for you. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you need. Like that's all that person needs is to say, I see you and I see you're hurt and you matter. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. You
1: don't need solutions because there's nothing that can solve it. Exactly. And it's interesting when we fall in that habit of wanting to fix or solve, it's, it's probably when we like talk real talk, it's, less about, I mean, obviously the intention is, or the thought is to make them feel better, but it's actually probably to make you feel better about make you feel less uncomfortable about the situation. Exactly. So I think, you know, that self-work, that self-awareness, that learning how to be in somebody else's grief or, you know, learning how to be in your own grief as well. You know, it's like being comfortable with the emotions that we experience as human beings. And you know here we are now in a new season for both of us i mean i on next week i fly to europe for the first time to reunite with my husband in 3 months and you know it's i'm going to be changing time zones i'm going to be having to flip things over in my business with my coaching clients and you know there's a lot of change happening so it's really interesting how we navigate this time of change and, you know and coming into fall. So let me ask you, Pam, like, what would you recommend for someone who might be listening to this and experiencing some of these like changes during this time? Maybe fall is a bit of a nostalgic time. Maybe this time of year feels a bit overwhelming. Like what might be some ways that you would ground down? And is there anything personally that you've kind of established in your life to help you kind of air away or mindfully navigate the anxiety that we could be experiencing at this time of year. Mm-hmm. So relating
0: it to, say, this pregnancy to kind of yes. like circle it back to this. Yes. Um, you know, I do get worried. Of course, I am like, okay, well, I've already had an early ultrasound. Da 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 da. However, I've known people who've had miscarriages at five months. Like, yes. you know, so you're if you allow your brain to run, it will. Um, so I think it's just being mindful of what are you thinking. Yeah. Like instead of just jumping on the mind train and the thought train and just going wherever it's going, be mindful and pay attention, just like you would pay attention to what you're putting in your, in your mouth when you're eating, paying attention to a, what are you putting in your head? What are you putting in your mind? What kind of music are you listening to? I'm not dogging any kind of music, but maybe you need to listen to something that's more relaxing. Or for me, like um, I, I sometimes Need like comic relief in my life, so I'll listen to uh, this guy that I really like. Who's a clean? He's a very clean comedian, and I just listen to his his podcast. And he literally talks about nothing, but (laughs) yes, but it helps me. If I'm like today, I was kind of like on the verge of of what felt like what was coming was an impending panic attack, Mm. and I was like, oh my gosh, no, like I can't do this. I'm trying to do distance learning with my son and and get cookies baked for this new neighbor that moved in. So I'm like, I don't have time for this. So what I did was I, put I the love podcast you. I ain't got on. no time for this anxiety right now. All right. <laughs> um, I ain't got no time. Sometimes people run to self-help and I'm not I'm yep. not saying that's a bad thing. Right. Go for it. If that's what works for you, great. Yep. For me, that just adds to, oh, well, I need to be doing X, Y, Z yes. and then I'll get X result. Yes. No, not necessarily because life sucks. Yes. You can do A, B, and C and then you end up with Z yes. instead of B, you know? Yes. like. Anyway, so I listened to the podcast that he's just going off about, who knows what, mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Yes. It was just like day-to-day things about people at the store or you know people who go crazy on on social media I with know. these like inspirational posts that are like go on for days you know <laughs> so he just roasts things like that and um and you know what it helped
1: me what's his name's for anyone listening to this we need to shout him out oh my gosh so his name's Trey Kennedy okay i got to look him up too <laughs> oh my gosh he's hilarious was... so
0: trey his name's Trey Kennedy but his podcast is correct opinions oh, and then okay. he has an, another one um called do less god bless with his friends love that that comes out on fridays so so i have it twice a week so i got my wednesday and my friday and that's so that's what i listen to and honestly like just i'll be doing i'll have my ear pods in and i'm just doing the laundry and my stepdaughter hears me i'm just (laughs) laughing out loud and it's (laughs) like it's just funny and and it gets it gets me off that mind train of the what ifs yes i you know And, you know, like, like I was sharing with you before we jumped on this call of, you know, the back and forth of, well, should I share about the fact that I'm pregnant? It's kind of early. I may lose this baby. Yes, that is a reality. It's a reality. I may lose this baby. Sure. But I could lose my life tomorrow too. Like, you know, not to be, you know, super negative, but we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And so in my mind, I was like, you know what, I would rather share and then have to say, you know, I lost the baby and have people know what's going on in my life, as opposed to not sharing. And now I have to battle this in isolation and alone. And we already feel isolated because of coronavirus distance learning. I'm a stay at home mom. I already feel very boxed in. So for me, and it's a very personal choice. Mm. If that doesn't work for you, that's okay too. If you'd rather sit on the information I did with Leticia, I, I waited like, way past 12 weeks I think I was like six closer to 16 weeks when I finally yeah like really announced it um it's whatever your what feels good for you there's no
1: right or wrong yeah I totally agree and it's so funny because this conversation has come up in the last 24 hours a couple times with me and a few friends just how like this year has just felt very serious like there's just a lot of seriousness happening and you know I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that to like like you said earlier to degrade the circumstances that we're in. But I do think taking ourselves so seriously all the time can keep us on that, like, I should be doing more, you know, I I need to finish all these accomplishments in order to be safe, love and accepted and worthy of all these things that I want in my life. You know, it's like this very serious environment, especially with the state of the world and the state of politics and everything that's happening right now, especially here in the U.S. and all over the world, with this worldwide pandemic, you know, I think that comic relief, and I think for a lot of us, we're all craving that. I was even saying earlier how, like, I really just want to go out dancing. Like, I, the last time I went yes, out dancing was my too. was my birthday, and that was in January. And then we all got locked down, and I didn't realize how much like just letting loose and getting sweaty on a dance floor to a live band or to a DJ is like, seriously sold soon. Oh Can we please plan?
0: Because this baby's due in
1: April. Yes. So I'll be done with that. So by
0: the summer, <laughs> next summer. Next year. Are- and like hopefully the pandemic will be past that. Yes.
1: I don't care if I have to fly to you. We're gonna go. Yeah. We're gonna go dancing. <laughs> Should we just go to like Ibiza or something and really go big?
0: <laughs> go big or go home.
1: Yes. So yeah, I think it's really important to pay attention to those stories in our mind that have us feeling even more trapped than we Already do feel and Mm -hmm. finding some comic relief and just lightening the situation, you know. And
0: sometimes you just need a break from all the seriousness. I'm not saying to dig your head in the sand and not know what's going on, but when you really think about the news, the news is supposed to sell, and what sells is negative. So, I mean, how many times do you have to hear the same story told to you 18 different ways, and then you go on Facebook and you see it there, and then you see everybody's opinion on that? Now, your opinion's changed. It's just take a break, go listen to something funny, watch something funny, you know? And the other thing I do find another piece of advice is changing um, your location. Yes. Like I couldn't do that. I was home alone with the kids. So I couldn't do that today, but a lot of times it helps me is to go for a run and just blasting music in my head and go for a run. Yes, um, I
1: love that. Or even just a drive, you know, go for a drive and listen to your yes. favorite song, you know, go out, go down and like get outside. I think that's, and I think that's maybe part of some of the anxiety. I think that comes for this time of year is that, you know, living in New England, I've grown up sort of with the word seasonal depression. It was a very common thing to hear. You know, I think, mm-hmm. I think that's part of the anxiety of going into the fall and winter months is kind of this like impending feeling of like, Oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get outside. So, you know, there are ways to, to navigate that. And I think number one, definitely implore help, you know, ask for help, but also, like you said, find those things within your home, within your family, within your support groups that really just help, help you break out of those stories in our mind. I always like to say, our brain is really good at playing the games that he or she plays, you know, like, Mm -hmm. And that that doesn't mean that our mind is trying to play tricks on us, but we are almost too smart for our own good. And our mind latches onto stories and circumstances and whatever those things are that are running in circles in your brain. So to course correct and pattern interrupt, I just love these tools that you've shared, Pam. And I also love how you shared, you know, like I'd rather be vulnerable and share my human experience than have to go through it alone. I think that And is- I'd rather be transparent about it. Yeah. A lot of people are like, wow, you're so
0: brave. And I appreciate that. It really means a lot to me because I know that by me sharing it's it's helping. Yes. Like I had someone message me the other day of like, thank you so much for sharing about how, you know, how you're battling depression and all that. Because I have for years and that person ended up sharing their story with me. And I'm like, good, like this is what I want to bring awareness. So that way maybe someone that is suffering and feels alone, because don't get me wrong, there are days I feel completely alone. Yeah. And it seems silly, because I have a great support network. But if you struggle with depression, you know what I'm saying, like, mm. it, it's not rational, you you just you do, you just feel like you're imploding. Yeah. Um, so I like to share those, but I also like to share my victories, because it shows that nothing lasts forever, you know? And so just keep plugging through the, you know, you matter. That's what I always like to say to people. You matter. Your story matters. Your pain matters. It doesn't matter if someone else has gone through something worse. Yes, it's good to keep a perspective, but it doesn't mean that your heart should should be less important. It's important to you. 1,000%. It's important
1: to me because it's important to you. Totally. And it's so beautiful because that's like, really the whole intention of this whole podcast is to be able to share vulnerable stories uh, to heal, help heal and inspire anyone on a human journey, which is really what it's about, right? We are spiritual beings on a human path. So Pam, thank you so much for your vulnerable shares today. I think as we navigate this, these changes moving forward again, for anyone listening and tuning in, um, you know, find some comic relief, come find Pam and I on Instagram. You can come follow the journey as uh, Pam continues on this beautiful third pregnancy one, two, three, fifth pregnancy. Fifth pregnancy. There we go. <laughs> fifth pregnancy. Two in
0: heaven, two here on earth. Yes. One in my belly. There we go.
1: Perfect. <laughs> as she navigates this fifth pregnancy and, um, you know, and I also navigate some big changes in my life as well. Here we go, right? We're uprooting. Being a nomad during a pandemic is a really odd time. So if anyone listening- it's Very interesting. To me, yeah, didn't know that about me. I'm a nomad. Uh, my husband and I, my husband still works on yachts. I've been crashing with my mom for the summer, but I'm finally, uh, it's been three long months without him and I get to reunite with him next week uh, over. And in- so excited oh, for you. Thank you. And it's a one-way ticket there. So we'll have to see uh, where the tides take us next. So come connect with us on social media in the meantime, and we will be batch recording again in October and launch out season four in November.
0: And I just want to say, if you know anyone that either has suffered a miscarriage or whatever is struggling with any sort of loss please share this podcast with them and have them connect with us because that's my heart like I just don't want someone to feel like they're alone in it because that's the worst it's the worst you're not alone and and yeah a lot of women have gone through it but that doesn't negate the fact that you're going through it and this is your life and it hurts and it's okay mm. So please share it with someone that really um, could use that encouragement and, and just maybe a little extra TLC. Yes,
1: Amen to that. I think we'll wrap it up with that beautiful uh, closing mind. Thank you so much, Pam, and to all of our listeners. And we'll see you in season four, starting in November. know how valuable and precious our time is in today's world of productivity, and I couldn't be more grateful for yours today. If you feel that this episode was of value to you, I would be even more grateful if you were to share it with your people. Go ahead and copy and paste that link into messages. Smartphones make it super easy these days. Or if you're feeling really creative, pop a screenshot of the episode into your Instagram stories and send it on over to that person in your life who might need this boost of inspiration today. Don't forget to tag the podcast handle, let's start health and my personal account, the Yogi Yachty, so we can have all the fun connecting, building community and sharing all the things. Thank you again. And remember, be curious and unwavering on this journey to health.